welcome to the Gamers for Life podcast for each and every Friday slash Saturday slash Sunday discussing all things games. I'm one of your hosts, Jarrell. With me is one of my co-hosts today, uh, the OG, Arthur Thomas. What's going on, man? Nothing much. I just can't wait for you to watch a movie about Bob Marley fucking dying. <laughs> I mean, there's there's more to Bob Marley than that. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, for, context, for context, for context, Jarrell just told me like five seconds before you record. He's like, I'm gonna go watch the Bob Marley movie. I'm like, spoiler, he fucking dies. <laughs> like, yes, Arthur. And Jesus then, Christ. I know, later, I, I know Bob Marley's dead already. Dude, five seconds later, five seconds later, you record. I immediately knew. I'm like. That's immediately what I'm gonna open up with. <laughs> the second you said that, I'm like, I'm like, inspirational reggae artist. No, very tired. Yes, just yeah, yeah. Spoiler, guys. Um, God, a go to a go to cry movie for me is La Bamba. Yeah, there's no La Bamba too. Sorry, Richie. <laughs> So uh, if you are watching this or listening to this, hello. Uh, be sure you can follow on the follow us on the podcast of your choice, and then also on the YouTube channel. We need everyone's help. All boots on the ground. Uh, please uh, subscribe to the channel. We would greatly appreciate it. Also, it's a big help as well when Arthur does his streams for the Gamers for Life uh, po- podcast on the YouTube channel. Um, let's try to get some streams here right 29 subscribers i would like to get to 50 within the next few episodes uh we just need everyone's help and assistance if you've been listening to the show or watching the show for many years and you haven't subscribed it doesn't cost you anything you already know this stuff but it just helps us out as uh gamers for life folk um want to do this stuff continuously so helps us out if you could do that uh and then as far as for anything else regarding to the show you can also go to linktree.com forward slash gamers for life the one-stop link to all of our stuff you can do that um and here at the gamers for life podcast we read the news while you can watch or listen to what you choose by clicking on the link of the time code within the description of the episode uh so you can go to what you want to watch and or listen to or you can just hang out with us here at the gamers for life podcast and we were having this conversation from the last episode regarding to the secret meet, well, not the secret meeting, but the announcement that everyone was kind of worried about on the side of Xbox. The secret podcast. <laughs> yeah, the secret podcast, because I forgot that they even had a channel called the Xbox podcast. I was like, what is going on? It comes um, up. It comes. It comes up every now and again. <laughs> right. Right. It's like a solar eclipse also coming up on April 8th, I think. Um, but yeah, it's like that. Every now and again, you're like, oh, okay, I'm going to watch this video. It's worth it. Right, right. Yeah, so definitely news to my ears. Um, but uh, yeah, that 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 happened, right? That happened uh, Thursday of this week. Um, so uh, we want to talk about that. Um, I wanted to play a little bit of this clip here, see if you can hear it. Uh, let me play it here and see if you can hear it, Arthur. I'll play this a smidge. And that we're going to take. Did you hear that? Okay, I want to play this small clip here. This is specifically the exclusivity piece, and then we can have that conversation about it. So without further ado, here we go. Take four games to the other consoles, um, just four games. Not a change to our kind of fundamental exclusive strategy. Um, It is we're making these decisions for some specific reasons. Um, We make every decision really with the long-term health of Xbox in mind. 
Um, and long-term health of Xbox means a growing platform, our games performing, building the best platform for creators, um, reaching as many players as we can. We're always looking to learn as a leadership team um, and to grow. And we think this is an interesting point in time for us to use what some of the other platforms have right now um, to help grow our franchises. So we're going to do that. So these four titles, what are they? Can they? Can you say? I'm not going to name those games. The teams that are building those games have announced plans that are not too far away. As we know, game teams put a lot of energy into their announcements with the partners. So um, I don't want to take anything away from those teams. Um, so I won't be talking about the titles specifically, but I, I think when they come out, um, it'll make sense. I love how the YouTube channel was like, or the comments were like, hey guys, here's the four games. <laughs> So you already had you already had people in the comments <laughs> that were like, yeah, these are the games, uh, and and rumor has it it's supposed to be um, uh, what a Pentiment, uh, Grounded, Hi-Fi Rush, um, and Sea of Thieves. And Sea of Thieves. So that's the word on the street, at least for now. Those are the starting four um, that are the streets. What we call the comment section. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. When it comes to internet, to internet terminology, yes, the streets, what the streets are saying. Uh, I'm going to play this little blurb, and then we can continue to have the conversation here. Can we say if either of those titles are Starfield or Indiana Jones? They are not Starfield or Indiana Jones. Well, what was the... So that was one of the things, too. A lot of people were like, are they going to give Starfield away? Or, you know, because I was like, yo, like, you guys stood on your nuts about Starfield saying, like, sorry, bitches. Like, was like, that's the whole fucking reason I bought a console. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a Starfield so, machine. Literally, yeah, literally. Yeah, or is that joking? Literally the reason why I bought it. Um, so that's not going to be the case, at least for now, right? Um, but I find this, I mean, as far as for the strategy, in, a, in hindsight, you know, it's not like it's completely out of the blue when it comes to this type of thing. They've been talking about providing, um, giving certain games to Xbox for a bit. Uh, and then also the news keeps breaking out. Obviously, there is that huge leak where a bunch of data was released and whatnot. So there's already been, you know, a lot of, a lot of information that's been exposed where it's like, fuck, like... There's not much we can do really here on this, on this front except just kind of act like it didn't happen and keep doing stuff. Um... But I think my cons my concern is still with the IPs, uh, with their IPs and what they're going to do about them, uh, how they're going to make them better. That's really still that's still my concern. That's still my concern, especially when it comes to games like Halo Infinite, um, that to me failed. You know, uh, when it comes to its release, uh, it might be getting better from a multiplayer standpoint, but when it comes to you know, having a game that you should have co-op available right out the gate. Uh, you shouldn't have any issues saving the game right out the gate. Um, you should be able to play a level over and over because <laughs> you weren't able to do that when the game came out. And then obviously, to your point, as far as the whole story that happened in Halo 5, um, like, they just pretty much skipped that shit. And the rest of the story was, like, in the books or whatever. And they just did a whole new story. And you're like, what the fuck is going on? So um, I'm so worried about Xbox's identity from an IP perspective. Because, uh, yeah, it's nice. Game Pass is cool, yada, yada. But 
I still feel like they're having an identity crisis when it comes to their IPs, you know, really identifying the Xbox brand in its entirety, besides just the Game Pass machine. Again, I like Game Pass. Game Pass is still the best um, service, you know, to have, I think, as far as when it comes to a a medium, you know, right? Um, But when it comes to, like, hey, I'm going to buy this Xbox, I'm going to buy, say, Gears of War 6, or hey, I'm excited for the next Halo that comes out, or, you know, like, those types of things, it seems like it's just... It's not really a focus, you know. They're just really trying to to get as many subscribers as possible, and let it be that. And I don't know. I'm a little worried about that. What are your What are your thoughts? Yeah, the name of Xbox is new and it's different. I'm not sure if we all like it because we don't know what it is. And here's something that I'm not sure if a lot of people are talking about. It's one of the first things I thought of, and this is sort of a tangent, but I think it's relative. One. One of the first things I thought of when this game got announced is I'm like, huh, that's an Xbox style of a game. And that's Helldivers 2. I'm not going to go down the full rabbit hole of like a review of Helldivers where you talked about that. But when you just when you look at Helldivers, describe it and you know look at all the boxes it ticks, that's the most Game Pass-like game in Sony's catalog. Cooperative, RPG, shooting, you know, classes, horde, stuff like that. That's like, again, that's like kind of the bread and butter formula of most Game Pass games. And Helldivers is fucking killing it. And I, I spoke to this earlier. It Because of the boxes it ticks, it doesn't surprise me that, that's, that's, that it's having a much more successful launch on PC than a PS5. Um, because again, Joel, you and I were you and I were in the trenches when we work retail. Sony as a console would sell a lot more like sports games or Call of Duty, but a game like this really wasn't a Sony PS4, PSI type of game. And you were in PS5. So in terms of the console wars or you know, Xbox versus Sony, I thought a lot more people would be talking about that. I thought a lot more people would talk about if Sony just released a game. That's normally in Xbox's wheelhouse and they're fucking killing it. Say what you know, here's the thing. You know, I know Church doesn't, you know, Church has the game on his docket on his uh fantasy card, but he didn't like how Haldivers was being praised while uh Suicide Squad was being shit on. But what I'm going with this is is say what you want about Helldivers, it had a lot of things that Halo didn't. It had cooperative at launch. And that's a huge fucking deal. That alone, that alone was one of the biggest red flags I think that Xbox has had in a long fucking time. And I would have actually liked more of an apology from Phil or 343 than we got for Redfall. Redfall was a game that was bad for its foundation. But Halo is their flagship. Apparently, I'm told Halo seasons your shit's good. I don't care. I don't like the phrase, this next Halo season is good. That's not Halo. I don't care if you're talking about the game or the show. The next season of Halo isn't fucking good. Fuck you. <laughs> and so... He's going to be a denier? <laughs> like, no. <laughs> no. Well, I'm not watching it either, so you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't care if it's great. Like, I, I'm they lost me, you know? You've seen all the posters I've seen. All the posters are of the main actor. I'm not here to watch this guy's IMDb profile page blow up. I'm here to watch a show right. about Master Chief. Right. Um, so with Xbox, it's 
I'm mixed because as a guy that likes cooperative based games, I kind of do like that they're leading the charge with cross platform where Sony was highly against it always. And Nintendo's Nintendo, they never, no one gives a shit. It's like we're on a highway, we all stay in our lane. Nintendo's been driving on the shoulder for years and we've just fucking let them and no one's cared. <laughs> um, what their fucking iPad of a console. Um, but it's weird because as much as a lot of people griped, including myself, very earned, griped that Sony was very anti, anti, anti cross platform, cross platform, cross platform. Here we are post 2024, uh, post COVID mainly, post COVID of the most successful year in gaming and entertainment and the world's ever seen now it's like xbox is being more being more cross-platform but i feel like they're being more cross-platform because they have to almost because like they're quote-unquote losing not because they're trying to better the industry i don't know if it's because it's i don't know if it's because they're not spinning it the same way because here here here's what i mean by them spinning it the same way joe let's say this was a year ago you would hear phrases like Xbox is leading the industry in accessibility. Xbox is going to lead, and Microsoft will lead the industry in, in cooperative games. I feel like that's a type of speech or buzzwords we would hear with this cross platform. Now, in this like podcasting with, with looks like uncomfortable stools, which I hate as a chair, by the way, they looked super uncomfortable. I didn't speak about that. The worst version of a chair. I agree. <laughs> yeah. Like girl talk. We're, you know, you know, we're over 35 back supports. I think guys, um, I feel like, you know, Phil Spencer, like Phil, like in one for one drill, Phil Spencer talking about cross platform games, like two years ago versus Phil talk speaking of cross platform games. Now it's like from a point of defeat or from a point of loss from they like, they have to, they have no other choice. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I don't know if Phil, I, I don't know if I agree if it's like a point of defeat. I think, because uh, either way, they're going to be making money from it, right? They're going to be, if it's going to be go over to another platform, they are going to get a piece of that pie per se. And, you know, their, their, their model is changing, right? Their model. Absolutely. Seems- their model's not the same. Yeah, their mo- yeah their model is really Game Pass and and really just focusing on being a a service than you know just being just like a video game uh, platform, uh, which you know one side of the spectrum it makes sense, but when you hear different phrases say you know every TV is gonna be an Xbox, you're like wait what every, are you talking about? Every screen's an Xbox. Yeah, every screen is an Xbox. That you know, and that kind of that kind of detests to what we were talking about um many episodes ago we talked about that many episodes ago as far as saying okay like eventually hardware like they'll make hardware to satisfy people that like hardware but they're not going to make any money from those people like in in essence you know they may they might make a hundred bucks off of they're not making money bucks they're not making money now yeah you know we, we we learned from the apple remember we learned from the apple epic trial where the judge was trying to subpoena every you know the whole fucking world and Xbox came out and said, "We are not. We are, we do not make a profit on consoles." Right, right. And, and, tradi- and traditionally, that's kind of been the case, right? Even with Sony and whatnot as well. So it's like more of a reason why the real focus has been this service stuff. Um, and obviously, we should expect more than four games to to sh- to show up to cross over. Oh, absolutely. I, 
right? You know what I mean? Because I think they're doing a baby steps thing right now as far as like, hey, we're just going to do these, not right now. I seriously doubt they're going to have a, they're going to just have those four and that's it. There's going to be more that are going to go into the wild. Um, so that should be interesting too. Um, one of the things I thought that was really funny was when Sarah Bond was like, I'm happy to announce that Diablo is available in March. And like, and then everyone was like, yeah. So Phil, another question. <laughs> Diablo four is coming to game pass in March. Yeah. So. Who gives a shit? <laughs> and, and one thing, Joe, we talk about profit. I'm like, what kind of profit do games make off of games coming to game pass? Activision Blizzard said, "Oh, we'll make a profit. You're you better buy this fucking sixty-five dollar mount." <laughs> so I don't think it's a coincidence right. that right around when Diablo gets announced going to Game Pass, oh look, there's a mount, a microtransaction that's a a, cosme- a cosmetic microtransaction that's nearly the cost of the fucking game itself. Right. Yeah. I won't soapbox that because God knows I can. But hey, do you want to pay for one thing that's the cost of the whole fucking game? Welcome to Diablo 4. My side, I mean, you know, obviously, in essence, you don't have to pay for it if you don't want to, but it's just, you know, one of those things, one of those microtransaction things. But, um, yeah, so, I mean, the the vision of where they're going makes sense, but I just wish there was a little more pride of the games that, the games that I've been a part of the Xbox DNA, and how are you fixing those? I think that's kind of the missing question for me. There is a lot of corporate speaking stuff within this thing with Matt Booty, with Sarah Bond, with No Booty. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> and, then yeah. got, and then you got Phil. I'm totally kidding. Uh, and then with Phil, you know, trying to, he looks uncomfortable sitting in that chair too. Um, <laughs> right. uh, you know, just kind of saying like, hey, like this is normal, business as usual. And I, and I, I believe it. Business as usual. I think people freaked out a little bit, including myself. Um, I still think church might have a point as far as Phil's days possibly being numbered, because if they're going to be rowing the boat, if you're running, uh, the cat being the captain of the ship, if you will, and the, the ship is just doing its thing and we're going to release these games out and all this stuff. And it seems like if they already have a clear direction without really Phil in mind, I, I could, I can see Phil stepping down eventually, uh, per church, you know, church's point. So we'll have to see what happens here in this, the near future. Um, church is like, yo, Phil's gonna get fired. If Phil's gonna get fired in seven days. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wait a minute. What, what are we talking about here? <laughs> and that was a pivot. I was like, man, I'm just, you know, I'm having fun shitting on fucking suicide squad. And now you're talking <laughs> about Phil might get fired. Like, whoa, man. Right. right. Read the room. <laughs> and then, you know, to comment on the hell divers thing, you know, um, and I know church has been like, what's the difference? It's the same thing. It does the same shit. But my, my, my main, and I feel like the, 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 the main, my main point has always been is that hell divers wasn't juggling a very popular series that's over 10 years old. And they were supposed to come out with a sequel to that, that had a really great focus on it, but they have wanted to jam in a live service function on top of it. Like that is to me, that is the difference. Yes. As far as the, yes, as far as the, uh, microtransaction live service component. Yeah, it has the same things. But Helldivers, Helldivers wasn't wasn't supposed to have a sequel to a huge 
a 10 year franchise of, you know, of, of some of the most notable, you know, superheroes in comic book history and having that story and seeing how they're going to make it better than Ark than the previous one, i.e. Arkham Knight. So that is a very different thing. And I think that's what IGN was saying. They're saying that, you know, it's the issue isn't really the live service. It's shoving live service into this mo- into this model in the story that of, of Rocksteady. This is Rocksteady's baby or was, you know, and, and that's the failure, you know, but I, I do think, um, it is funny just to see like nine out of 10 hell divers, you know, like just, just it's to great. See that. I love it. You know what I mean? Church is laughing. He's like, man, fuck all this shit. <laughs> and the funny thing is so. it's weird. Cause you know, he has both those games on, he has both those games on his draft card. So one got him negative points, which got me positive points. So I counterpicked that. Thanks by the way, church. Um, and Helldivers 2 is, you know, give him all these points, but, you know, like I said, like, oh, ah, oh, yes, the duality of life service. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So luckily Helldivers got him out of the out of the red, uh, back into the black a little bit. But interesting stuff. So that's kind of my take on the Xbox thing. Oh, and then before we transition over, I thought it would be fun. For us to talk about what four games they should be giving over. So, um, you know, you have these other games, but what four games they should. Um, giving over meaning cross-platform. Yeah. Um, I think, I think uh, what's that? What's that? Uh, I want to say Sunshine Overdrive, but that is not the right name. Sunset Overdrive. Sunset Overdrive. I think that should be one. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they need. To, I think that needs to. That needs to be a part of that model. That that would be amazing. Insomniac uh, and Sony are best buddies. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Exactly. I think that would actually work out really, really well. Um, part of me wants to be petty and say Halo since I keep fucking it up, <laughs> but I know they'll never do that. Um, but definitely that title, uh, uh, the Sunset Overdrive. I'm trying to think of, of another three. A lot, I don't know what's going on with this license. I don't even know if Xbox actually owns this license anymore, but Brute Force. I think Brute Force would be fire for yep. them to port over, especially because, you know, we want Gears of War to be within the Xbox courts, right? Uh, but to have something to give for everyone else for cross-platform reasons, I think Brute Force would be incredible. Um, Splinter Cell, I know originally it was on X. It was an Xbox thing, and then they made the multi-platforms over. Um, I just need that to be awakened again because that's crazy. It's crazy that we haven't seen a brand new Splinter Cell and it's been since like fucking Double Agent or whatever it was. Um, that's like asinine to me. So, didn't you um, hear Ubisoft's too busy making quadruple A games? That is Skull and Bones, man. <laughs> Skull and Bones, X Defiant. <laughs> yeah, no, like, no, did you hear about bullshit. that? I think, you, I think it was like the Ubisoft CEO or somebody really high up, like, like actually called it a quadruple A game. And this, and Skull and Bones is looking fucking hot trash, dude. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, it's a quadruple A game. And then people are showing one for one pirate combat in this new skull and bones quadruple a game to a game made 10 years ago same company ubisoft assassin's creed 4 for black flag which i'd argue is still some of the best parting combats i've ever seen and this is coming from a guy that's played a ton of sea of thieves black flag has the best pirate combat uh, mechanics in any game and they play it one for one and it's like fucking night and day shit dude 
So sorry, no Splinter Cell. We're uh, no Splinter Cell. They're too busy making shitty fucking pirate games. And Pandora blew people come to life. <laughs> I will say my asterisk that though that was a pretty. I heard that's a pretty good game. Like no one expected that game uh, Pandora to be good. It looked it looked pretty good. I think um I I think Gamespot if I'm not mistaken uh somebody gave it a seven. I was like, okay. I was like, well, I mean, it looks like a seven, but <laughs> I think, well, here's the thing. I still say that was a pass because we were expecting, like, I don't know when you see like, you know, no one asked for that game. I thought it'd be like fives out of 10. Like everyone's expecting fives, shitty fucking reviews. They're like, Hey, you know what? Yeah. Not that bad. <laughs> That's pretty, don't buy the full price, but it's not that bad. Right. Yeah. Please don't buy a full price. Jesus. Um, don't be church. Don't buy mediocre games. Uh <laughs> <laughs> see, isn't it easy though? See, you gave me shit. You guys gave me shit. I'm like, yo, that guy that recommends you get find these games, yo. I'll know this recommendation that I <laughs> Well, comparing against the best games of all time, I just want to buy mediocre games to play with my friends. <laughs> I truly miss you. Um, so, uh, but yeah. So and then the next. Oh, so and then the last game. I would say Perfect Dark. I think. Per, I think. I think they. Fuck, fu- I, you picked I, one of mine. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. I was just like, I think they're fucking up the IP. To be honest, like it's weird that we haven't seen anything since then. I'm hearing it's in development hell. Like, like so what you they got, got like COVID round four. Right, right. Like I don't know what's going on, uh, but I just think they're gonna fuck it up. So I'm like, fuck it, just give it, just give it to everyone. But what are your, what are your four? Um, I'm struggling to get four. I'll start with that. You, I was, I had one. I'm like, cool, I got one. Yes, and Joel took it. Well, he shared it. Again, we can share. We can have the same, the same yeah. thought, right? I know. I was only like, I'm contributing. I have one. <laughs> I have one because I think this is a genre that no longer has any business being exclusive. Um, I will say when it comes to this exclusive genre, I will say Xbox is winning. It's not massive. It's a niche category, but Xbox's exclusive is definitely beating and bet better and beating Sony's exclusive to this, which is Forza. I think the last Gran Turismo mm. was not liked at all by a lot of people on the sony side now as always forza comes and goes for xbox has a lackluster launch it's it's small community likes it everyone else is like yeah i might check it out whereas people like me that aren't really into like into into realistic racing we like checking out the horizon series because forza horizon is the open world game that usually takes place somewhere like a couple years ago it was in england i think and then the last forza horizon took place in mexico and that shit was fun like that was i have never played a racing game in my life drill and been hooked from the opening game from the opening scene i'm serious if you get a chance play it like load it up on cloud drill if you don't like Forza in the first five minutes you won't like it but if you do like it, the first five minutes of Forza Horizon is awesome. I've never had a racing game hook me like that, probably since Need for Speed Most Want. Need for Speed Most Want, like it just fucking goes. Um, so I think I think Forza I think Forza is one of those where they can actually flex on that. This is one of the few times where I think again, Xbox is winning this category. Let so let Sony let's you know let Sony. Um, racing fans of Grand, the Gran Turismo series experience what Xbox racing fans have been experiencing with Forza. Um, I think I think it'd be a good call. Um, it's not nearly one for one, 
in terms of Gran Turismo, their story or quote unquote like campaign track system is a little different because they're more of like I want to say like rally tracks, whereas Forza is more of like formula track tracks. Um, I don't know the details. Like I said, I don't play the actual Forza flagship title. I play the Horizon shit where I'm in Mexico, fucking jumping over bridges and shit. So. But that being said, the Horizon. That being said, both should. That being said, both should go to Sony. Forza and the Horizon series should absolutely both. If they do one, I think that should go to Sony as well to, to experience that. Um, not gonna lie, I kind of got stuck after that because a lot of the games I was thinking of drill are either a already cross-platform or like not exactly a first-party studio, just more of like a buddy buddy. Um. There's one I did think of that I want to see this. Re- I want to see this remade drill. I want to see it remade, and I want it to come out for everything. I want it to be one of those games you can play in a Switch. You can play in a. You can play in your computer. You can play in a PlayStation. You can play in your fucking fridge. I want this game to be remastered and available to the whole fucking world. Left 4 Dead 2. Oh. I want Left 4 Dead shit. one. I want Left 4 Dead two to be released. Just include every campaign from Left 4 Dead 1, all the DLCs, Master Pack, everything. One sec. I'm either having like a stroke, I smell burnt toast, or one sec. There you go. Sorry, uh, my my heater, my uh, I have a I, I live in an old building and my heater was my heater was kicking on. Oh. And I keep smelling stuff, so I'm like, I have a building. I have a building built. I, have, I live in a building that was built like in the 60s or 70s. So when I, oh, right on. I, I smell like a crispy smell, I'm like, oh shit, let me check out my heater. It's like, <laughs> you know, it's, you know, it's seen some days. So I'm like, Whoosh. oh, let me check this shit out. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, so That's sorry if this, so, sorry if my like, sorry my microphone just picks you know picked up my my nostrils flaring. I'm like, is my house on fire? <laughs> um, but um, Left 4 Dead, I think t- I think two birds one stone because again xbox if xbox you know d- you know if xbox is losing a dude that's identity then bring back what what made what get what got it its identity again the force series we talked about that but dude i'm telling you man if you're talking about a fucking remaster that everyone will want left for dead fucking two um yeah that's a good one uh, other than that, I'm kind of stumped because again, I'm I was like thinking towards Obsidian, but like I've said, Obsidian only quote unquote recently. B became one, and then when I went down Obsidian, I'm like, oh, grounded there. I just said that. Um, so that's again because that's it's the other that's the other thing, Joel. Because I play cooperative games, it's hard for me to I'm not saying like or like lean towards exclusivity because again, I'm a guy for access. I like I like when more people can play a thing. Like as a fan of Sea of Thieves, do I think Sea of Thieves going to PlayStation is a bad thing? No, not at all, not at all. I think it's good. I think it's good for that game and it's good for that community. Now, again, you know, like you know, the Sony fanboys or Xbox diehard diehards, which I consider myself am, but this is different for me. I think that this is good for Sea of Thieves. Will it be good as Xbox as a whole, losing exclusivity again, things like that, losing identity because this is rare, you know? Because remember, Sea of Thieves is made by Rare, also Perfect Dark. Sea of Thieves is made by Rare. And I, again, I think Sea of Thieves having more of a player base is good. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think that's a, I think, uh, yeah, I'm definitely not mad at Sea of Thieves being available for, you know, for cross-platform uh, opportunities. I'm, um, 
you know, and I think definitely just kind of to wrap up that segment is just just curious to see what else is going to be in the future. Then really elaborating what is all every screen is an Xbox. Like it's so funny. Brian McCaffrey, he was really frustrated with Xbox, right? And he was on this interview at IGN and he was like, they're, he's like, they're always responding like, like, like uh just like retroactively like they're always like responding like to something that happened a while ago like they never get their shit in order <laughs> you yeah. know and i'm like yeah it's true uh, you know so one thing i do want to stick on for a little bit every screen's an xbox i like that i'm not mad against that How, not, that's not a bad thing i'm not mad against that either uh i just think for the hardware boys you know uh the hardware guys uh and gals um you know they might be like what that mean you know what I mean? it means no more fucking scalpers you dipshits <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> that Perhaps. dipshits comment wasn't towards fans that dipshit comment was towards a dipshit scalpers oh absolutely absolutely yeah i mean i i'll, I'll be i'll be 100 i'll be 100 like i love having a pc where i can do game pass like that is fire like, like it's Dude. it's it's yeah that like that was one of the reasons why i was holding back so long from buying the console because it's like look i got my pc stuff i'm not fucking with playstation because of jim ryan and all the other bullshit um but i'll wrap the pc and you know i'll do the game pass can play with arthur on some stuff or whatever like let's like let's go you know so it was it was very convenient you know but then it just came to the point where sorry starfield i said okay i have to get this i don't want to pay I don't want to pay full price in Starfield, right? I just do the Game Pass shit, you know. Like so that, <laughs> dude. Since so I crossed over and just bought the Series S, I think there's one thing I agree. You know, you're, you're talking about, you know, you're talking about PC. You know, you bought a console for uh, Starfield. You and I do cross platform for Game Pass. That's something again. You know, again, you know, Microsoft is always the head, the head, the forefront of of cross-platform play i think there's one small topic quick round i feel like it's be a quick yes from you but i still want to say it. i think there's one thing we could agree on i don't care if you, i don't care what side of you on i want everything to be shared i want everything exclusive there's one thing i think we can fucking agree on drill which is ecosystem exclusivity which is oh you bought this oh this game's cross-platform oh you bought an epic so it's actually not cross-platform Fuck that. I hate that. I hate that so fucking much. I hate that because of where you bought it, that limits who you can play with. That It's not like, hey, Gerald, you and I saw the exact same trailer for Remnant 2, and it didn't say Xbox, Sony, PC, Asterisk, not Epic. You know what I mean? So that new, it's thankfully, 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 that's a very rarity, but you and I both experienced it where, oh, this game got bought here, so you actually can't play because it got because they're playing it over there. But if you bought it over here on this ecosystem, like Steam or some shit, then yeah, you could play with other people. So that needs to die quick. A one hundred percent, one hundred percent. That's been a real bullshit thing, and I don't know if it's like a contractual reason or whatever the case may fucking be but no yeah it does have to die because it's just it puts up more walls like i understand the competitive advantages and things like that but like if you buy a game like just let it let people fucking play where they want to play you know what i mean and just have have the shit work you know um so yeah that that is something that needs to die like like it's it's funny too like i remember years ago we were like man like 
I can't imagine cross-platform being a thing. You know what I mean? And then when it wasn't, wow, we were yeah. like, we we're like, holy fuck, this is incredible. And then, then we knew PlayStation was like, fuck that noise. <laughs> you know, we don't do that shit. You know, I was like, man, like this I'm is like the future. Right, exactly. Hi, I'm Jim Ryan. Nice to meet you. Um, <laughs> so for our, for our audio listeners, that was Joel doing a down impression. Jim Ryan spinning his hand before he shakes, before he shakes it. Yeah. Um, and like, but yeah, like I said, Joel, I like how we went from oh wow, cross platform that'll never be a thing to the flip side of Epic Games isn't letting me cross platform. Fuck this shit, you know? You know? Right, exactly. Like get with the times. Like what the fuck, you know? Like yeah, exactly. Exactly. Be progressive, bro. What the fuck is ecosystem? There's no accessibility there. <laughs> Hashtag triggered. Triggered. <laughs> yes, yes. Um. So the next uh, topic here on the show, uh, one of the last, oh, actually, sorry, one thing here to attach on, and then we can go to the last thing. Um, I just thought this is very coincidentally connected to this supposed let's give games to everybody for the four games. And I'm talking about Sony being in trouble as far as not having huge major releases. Um, so this is from IGN.com. It says here, as revealed by Sony during a financial call, PlayStation does not plan to release any new major existing franchise titles next fiscal year, like God of War, Ragnarok, and Marvel Spider-Man 2. Those projects are under development. Link in bio below. Um, so basically they're not going to release any new entries in major PlayStation franchises before April of 2025. So I was like, damn, I said, Sony's hanging it up for this year. Like, <laughs> oh dude, Sony's that's not good timing drill. Cause there's only one game in everyone's mind for 2025. Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto, <laughs> Auto drill. And like I said, you and I both know that game has the potential to outsell everything. That game, I don't give a fuck what type of game you're making, whether it's my beloved indie or fucking console exclusive. Xbox can make the best update to Halo. Whatever month fucking GTA 6 comes out, do not release anything after that. <laughs> Yeah, they really have to, because that, that's the fun thing, too, about release dates when it comes to, like, such a prominent title like GTA Five. Everyone knows, like, okay, we have to schedule this, like, weeks after the release date, because they're just going to be fucking pummeled, you know what I mean? Like, no one's stupid to release right next to a GTA, GTA Six. So, um, yeah, that's going to be oh, very no. interesting. I don't know. You say that no one's dumb enough to release the game after GTA Six. I don't know, man. I feel like Days Gone Two is about to drop. <laughs> <laughs> and then the guys gonna be like, "Why aren't you paying seventy dollars for my game? You guys are cheap." I'm like, "Are we, or are we just, you know, want to buy stuff that's gonna be good?" <laughs> dude, dude, that Days <laughs> Gone. Better dude, investment. I, if you can't tell, Drill, I I still love that quote from the Days Gone guy, the Days Gone CEO, where he was like, "What you buy your games on sale? You're ruining the industry." But whatever, man, go fucking work for Nintendo, okay? <laughs> you want yeah, you want you want to work for you want to work for you know a business culture that yeah that encourages you know the the absence of sales. Yeah, it's called Nintendo. They're hiring, right? <laughs> and speaking of Nintendo, um. We want to talk about Power World, uh, kind of just taking over 
the internet and uh, as far as just uh, how popular that game has been, especially on Steam, uh, one of the top uh, one of the top games uh, of all time of all time, you know, on Steam and even over sitting like Counter Strike, Counter Strike Two, which is crazy. That's crazy. The top Counter Strike Two on fucking Steam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's pretty fucking nuts. Um, but I, I wanted to share this information here. Arthur was telling me because there's been some editorials that have been saying, "Oh, Powerall's lo- you know lost two thirds of its players, uh, or two thirds of its players in, in in two weeks," and saying, "Oh, Powerall's dead. Powerall's dead because it lost its players." Da da da. And I think the response of the the dev team of of what they said, I think is very poignant and it kind of alludes to a whole other conversation as far as like, Hey, what are these people's definitions when it comes to games like this? You know? Um, but I'm going to read this here. This is their response to those comments as far as all oh, power is dead because you know, it lost uh, two thirds of its players within two week time. Uh, so it says here in quote, this mem- mes- uh, emerging power world has lost X percentage of its player base. Discourse is lazy. But it's probably also a good time to step in and reassure those of you capable of reading past a headline that it is fine to take breaks from games. You don't need to feel bad about that. Power World, like many games before it, isn't in a position to pump out massive amounts of new content on a weekly basis. New content will come, and it's going to be awesome, but these things take a little time. There are many amazing games out there to play. You don't need to feel guilty about hopping from one game or from game to game. If you are still playing Power World, we love you. If you are no longer playing Power World, we still love you, and we hope you'll come back for round two when you're ready. Uh, play a lot of games, different games, and frequently flick through indie libraries to find hidden gems. End quote. I thought this was just such a genius response. And then it's a kind of a gangster way of saying, bitch, we already made the money back. <laughs> Ten times over. I don't give a fuck where you go, bro. <laughs> you can suck on your own nuts. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> we made our money already. <laughs> Oh no, we lost. We lost. You know, two thirds, seventy five percent of the highest player count, fucking ever. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, bitch, we better fucking money. Like, I'm gonna fuck. Oh my god. But I, I did think, as far as just responding to like the clout chasing editorials, which all we know all today, you know. Um, Look very at you, Kotaku. Big, yeah, Kotaku. I mean, fuck IGN, GameSpot, every fuck everybody, everybody that is doing something in journalism, they have to do this cloud chasing bullshit now. That's just really the name of the game at this point. Um, I thought this is an amazing response, you know, and, and I like how it says, you know, for those of you who read past the headline, like, know that like we're fine this is fine you know we're gonna give you new content it's gonna take a while play new games it's healthy you know and we had this conversation about you know when sony was announcing like 11 live service games or some shit and we're just like what are you talking about like why would you want people to just constantly be slowly but surely like being like their blood sucked out of their body playing these life service games day in day out jumping from one thing to the next you know i think it's very poignant we're like play different games play all different types of games like you know like come back when you you know come back when you want to come back like i just thought that was such a baller response like such a great response um and it just to me it just shows it shows like what the 
it shows what the industry of what like what they want from like a gamer today very similar to like the matrix where it's just like you're they're in those little things and they got the little they got the little uh uh things on them like being used up like batteries you know like i feel like that's like live service games now everybody's money you know it is exactly that's all that's what this new that's what this new age of live service games is but instead of you know you know self sucking battery it's sucking up you know fucking money and again like to your point drill you know, at face value, eleven fucking games from one ecosystem from one console—that's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot, dude. Like, do these motherfuckers forget? Like, we got—you know—we have fucking lives, dude. Like, we got fucking jobs, and even these—even these kids. Guess what? These kids are working at younger ages. These kids are—these kids are in school. So it's like, who the fuck has time for eleven goddamn live service games brought to you by Sony? absolutely and the, the, that's another interesting thing too is that sony was saying that they want to go back to putting and they they like they're getting on my nerves at this point because they've been doing this hopscotch shit like say something take it back say something take it back for a long time when it comes to the pc population for what they want to do as far as for their catalog now they want to uh now they want to invest in the pc again and release titles on pc um because originally originally they said we want 50 percent of the playstation library to be available like, by, like, by like 2025 right and then yep. they doubled back like i said when, fuck that yeah <laughs> yeah jim ryan said oh no 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 you know and then like like we want a bunch of games you know like so like they they pulled that shit back they released the vr vr2 and all bullshit um but now they're going back to the they're back to this back to square one in a sense as far as hey we want we want live start we want to uh, provide this to you know pc games or catalog etc and i laugh just because when they do release something for for pc they release it almost like at full price like when it was three four years ago and i'm like guys PC gamers are cheap as fuck. And if it's not like a huge game that they can mod heavily, you're you're not gonna get $60, $70 out of out of uh, a PC player for a game that came out four to six years ago. Like wake the fuck up. You know what I mean? So I just feel like, like two Olympics ago? Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like like they are incredibly out of touch when it comes to really investing in PC, what they should do, and I think um, this is technically a thing, but they need to promote it like it's been a fucking thing, is um, really that PlayStation Now, you know what I mean? Really boosting up PlayStation Now and really beefing up that library. Like I would love to play Ghost of Tsushima. I don't know if it's on PlayStation Now or not, but I would love to play that on a PC via PlayStation Now. And if I just bought a PlayStation 5 controller and connected it and play it, I would be Gucci. I would be I would have a good old time. I'd be I have no issues for me, you know, but the the part of this problem is that they locked themselves into all these subscription models. So you have to have X subscription type of model not like the base one it's got to be the premium one which is like 70 dollars a month or something fucking ridiculous or for a year excuse me for a year still a lot when it comes to the lump sum first payment versus you know 16 bucks uh a lot less harder to swallow pause um it's just I just feel like they have old models, you know, and I know the guy from CEO, the, for the CEO, uh, CEO of PlayStation, he's an interim, uh, trying to clean up Jim Ryan's mess. They're still looking for an official CEO of PlayStation. Um, 
I don't know. I don't know. I know it went off a tangent right there, but what are, what are your thoughts? <laughs> no, I love your tangents because mine are usually just like, man, fuck these guys. And Joe's like, hey, let me formulate words like an actual. <laughs> so I'm happy for it. It's a good balance. You know, we all we all know who's the kid and who's the kill in this relationship. Fuck. Um, um, but the, I don't know why you thought you you, you said something. I, I totally forgot exists, Joe. I forgot PlayStation Now was a thing. <laughs> I forgot. I don't blame you, bro. They don't fucking they don't advertise it anymore. Like they don't they don't promote the shit. Like even when Game Pass wasn't what even even when Game Pass really wasn't worth it at launch, guess what? They still advertised it. You stay like again. In fact, that's why we all called it the Gears of War Halo machine, the Halo subscription, because that's what it was. We knew that because that's what they fucking constantly told it was. It was. It was just every Halo, every Gear Gears of War, every first party, and now it's become the behemoth that it is. You know. And you mentioned something, Jarrell. I think, I think if they even dip their foot a little bit more into this category, just a, a little bit more, um, <laughs> they can definitely say something that Xbox doesn't have, which is they can say they might, they can say they can, if they do this, they can say they have VR games on their subscription. I think that'll be a good tie-in to make the VR, the VR two headset, and PlayStation Now worth both of their values. Is because you know, because think about it, Joe. Like we said, this the VR2 costs $1,100 because it, because it costs 600 but you cannot run it without a PS5. And for other VR headsets, that might say, you know, apples to apples, like that's kind of fine. But again, for console players making that leap, that's a big leap. That's a buying a whole other console plus some fat California tax. So, and they have this subscription they didn't know what to fucking do with. Do do you know do what Xbox did? Invest a little bit, man. Like I said, Drill, I remember the exact fucking E3 where I said I'm buying Game Pass because I was waiting for a Sea of Thieves and I was waiting for a State of Decay 2. And guess what E3 E3 fucking told me? Both those games are coming to Game Pass, and I never look fucking back. And again, have those types of games or genres, or in this case, is the fucking platforms that is the VR2 that gets those players on that. Because again, think of how many people like Sony people, like Church and other people that are like on the fence about this PlayStation now and on the fence about this fucking VR, this VR2. So, what can Sony say that separates themselves from Game Pass? Because there will never be a one for one competitor, but have an edge, you know, have a talking point, have a bullet point on your quarterly shareholders meeting that, you know, to Xbox doesn't have anything for VR. So even to just, you know, go two steps in that direction, you're fucking miles ahead of Xbox. Yeah, I agree. And, I, and I'm still a little annoyed with, um, I'm still annoyed from that layoff of 1,900 employees. That still bugs yeah. me. That still bugs me because there's a lot of games in that we don't know about that are huge titles to the brand. We don't know where the fuck they are. Right. And maybe if if uh, they did have some additional help, i.e. some of the people that they laid off, maybe we can have more of an insight for some future uh, uh, conferences or a developer direct or something. Or even just this fucking conversation that just happened, you know, yesterday um, of assuring us that the the identity of Xbox as a brand when it comes to these characters, these IP characters, that we know what's going on. So I'm I'm still a little annoyed by that, and, and my heart still goes out to those folks. Um, you know, again, we're over sixty percent of layoffs compared to last year when it comes to the gaming industry. It's fucking bullshit. Um, it, it doesn't surprise me that 
PlayStation's like, oh man, we can't release anything until next year. It's like, yeah, you laid off everybody. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? Um, we need more games. Where, where is everybody? Uh, they're filing for unemployment. Oh, yeah. shit. Uh, no and, games till next year, guys. Yeah. And and I'm going to say something crazy just because, you know, I'm running out of coffee. But um, <laughs> when it comes to the official Xbox podcast, I mean, I think it's cute that they have they have a platform that they can you know communicate to employees or to me to everybody excuse me to everybody, but let's not have the fucking interviewer be it uh, within that realm. Have it be a Jason Shareer, right? Have it be Dustin Legary. Have it be Ryan McCaffrey. Have it be these journalists that have a passion for Xbox and they want some fucking answers and it's not some corporate speak bullshit where it's just like a bunch of it's like a grocery eating contest. Like let's not let's not do that. <laughs> like let's let's actually have a real podcast conversation and have some like legit uh journalists ask these questions and have them answer those fucking questions. Not, not some lady in the inside that's being spoon fed what their questions will be so they can have these fluffy fucking answers. Right. So like I'm, I'm a little annoyed of the everything is fine notion. Like just be like, and this is what I miss from Phil Spencer. I feel like he can't really be, he can't be a straight shooter and give me straight answers anymore. You know, especially after Redfall, like I feel like he's kind of in a in a position of fluff, you know. And I feel, and as much as Sarah Bond, I hope she does a great job, you know, with with her her, her role. Um, I don't know if she can be that person either. You know what I mean? Sometimes people don't have that power. But my whole point of this rant I'm making is let's stop this show and tell corporate bullshit and let's actually put people's feet to the fire and answer these hard questions. Where the fuck is Gears of War 6? What are you going to do about Halo since it fucking failed at launch? What are you going to do to not have a Redfall situation like this again? What are you going to do about these big developers like uh, Arcane, like fucking uh, Rocksteady? And how are you, like, what type of games are you going to have in your platform that isn't going to be like a live service bullshit direction? Like, what are you doing to have an identity of Xbox to make it where people want to buy your shit versus is anything else like answer those questions those questions you know so i'm i'm a little annoyed with the the whole fluff the whole fluff hey here's a podcast where you can watch us talk about a bunch of bullshit like no bro like i got shit to do like answer my questions answer why you laid off 1900 people where you could have used them to to work on these fucking games like so that's just that's just my again long coffee but that's <laughs> i like it that's uh, like thing. i said usually i'm usually i'm like and joe's like man joe's like man i said he's like joe's like i said time aside i spent my lunch watching this fucking podcast this is bullshit <laughs> like like again i saw i, I feel it i feel like exactly what happened. i feel like joe spent time of his day to watch this to hear some fluff corpo speak not like a human and i feel you drill and and then to a point like what you're describing the way Phil Spencer is carrying himself Lily that's what I, that's all I was you know that's what I kind of met earlier when when he was talking about you know um cross platform you know before it would be spun as a positive thing now it's like well yeah we're going to have some games come out versus before hey this is Xbox guess what you can play with more people now more than ever you know what i mean just like right. that type of bravado and just charisma and just like cross platform yeah, yeah. versus 
yeah fuck we're gonna have to let sony people enjoy some of our shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah because it's like the, the to me like the the fact of them being always 10 steps behind everybody else is like you know i can't say what the games are we already know phil everybody knows what the four games are we already know what the four games are. So just say what the four games are, Phil. Say the four games. Because <laughs> everybody Here's knows. Thing. Walk welcome to the new world of, welcome to the new age. If they don't say it, it's gonna get leaked. Spoiler, yeah. Xbox is a new console coming out because people like me forgot that shit got leaked. So now there's all these new articles saying Xbox is most powerful um gaming console ever. It confirmed and i'm like oh shit really and i see the pictures and i'm like oh yeah these are pictures from leaks <laughs> exactly exactly it's like that's like the whole running joke right it's like sony gets hacked and xbox gets a bunch of leaks and we find out everything like 30 years into the future <laughs> 30 years in the future xbox should have buy nintendo right. twice right. Um, <laughs> right. the right. balls dude like Oh, dude, the balls to walk at Nintendo be like, hey, you want to be part of us? Then they just laughed at that white man's face. <laughs> um, but so I don't know. Also, dial back to what you said. Um, I, I don't know, Drew. I'm a little I'm a little old and and white Gr- uh, eating groceries. Is that a euphemism? you know what that is from the last few episodes (laughs) (laughs) i heard that and i'm like oh he thinks he's gonna scramble by it's just i'm gonna it's just a munching contest it's just a munching contest just a munching chocolate it's just a munching contest with a little bit of pudding (laughs) it's like yo like we don't need this cookie cutter bullshit bro like people are on edge like people are being laid off we don't know where certain games are yeah we know about game pass and we know that bitch is gonna go up no one's gonna talk about that they won't talk about that shit obviously but that bitch is gonna go up like if they're gonna give away fucking games they're gonna fucking charge the shit out of us eventually but like at least tell me where certain games are that's my thing like tell me like these games that have before game pass as far for our generation right that that is like from like the old school land party days for these ip characters like halo tell me where these games are and how you're gonna make them better you know what i mean like because i know the new generation doesn't give a fuck about halo i give a shit about that shit but when it comes to our he's generation guy, he's the he's the guy that fucks white alien bitches right <laughs> he's the guy that claps million cheeks <laughs> bop, bop. Fucks <laughs> the Charlie Murphys, if you will. Um, oh my god! You know, that's why the upside down to having a shit fucking memory. As I love re-remembering things that you say, Charlie Murphy. Charlie Murphy. <laughs> um, yeah, man, it's just, it's, yeah, it's those are. That's my thing. It's like let's not. Let's not do this. The house is on fire, but then it's like that meme where it's like everything's fine. And it's like sitting at the tables, everything else is burning down. Like and before not... you before you speak hot shit of having uh, Xbox on every screen, focus on having your first party games be good. How about yeah. that? So then when they when they turn on any fucking screen in the world, they want to play your games. Right. How about that? Right. 100%. Let me ask you this. This will be one of the last questions I have before we kind of wrap up the show because I feel like this is all we really, that really matters right now. On a scale of one to groceries, how far? <laughs> Everybody went to town. No. Um, <laughs> I was going to ask you after, after kind of, you know, watching this a little bit and all this stuff, do you think Phil's job's still in jeopardy based off of Church's prediction? 
Um, no. No. I mean, if we have like another big fuck off thing like Redfall or something, then maybe. It's a catch train too because I don't think his job is really in jeopardy, but I feel like as a whole, what where Microsoft's going or lack thereof, it's like he has no he has no opportunity for success. Like there's no fucking banger around the corner. There's no fucking massive E3 moment in four months. That's gonna save that's gonna save Xbox. There's no there's not gonna be any huge update exclusive stop what you're doing, buy an Xbox, stop what you're doing, buy Game Pass, stop what you're doing, buy this game thing. And he has arguably again possibly up until like GTA 6's release to have a major win for Xbox before we all just become, you know, the G- the, G- the GTA 6 industry. <laughs> but that's where it's like that's where it's again like you and I, it's like you and I know that he is the man that save Xbox. And a lot of these failures are not his. They happen on his watch. And he's taking ownership. Flip side to Jim Ryan, who had a lot of wins that happened to happen under his watch, and he's taking credit. Whereas the things that were under his direct decision making were failures, but because they weren't failures as a whole or towards the shareholders, he wasn't shit on as much as we shit on him. Like, again, Phil Spencer saved Xbox. Jim Ryan tried to shut down the Vita and PlayStation 3 and PlayStation 4 stores. That's who these two were. So to say that Jim Ryan stepped away, whereas now we're talking about, will Phil Spencer have a job? That's where these type of conversations just as a whole kind of piss me off because failures to one doesn't doesn't get linked or accountable where it should. And successes to one doesn't get linked or held accountable where it should. Yeah, it's an interesting situation. We have to remember, too, when it comes to Jim Ryan, I feel like, uh, you know, the success of the console really saved his ass. You know, on paper, they did well. On paper, they did well, and that kind of protected him from all the other shitty things that he did and said. You know, like saying, like, how the Middle East, like, oh, they don't have they don't have access to our games, you know, blah, 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 when they were saying, like, yeah, we've had access since the fucking PlayStation 1, homie. What are you talking about? Um... So, yeah, he said a lot of ignorant things, made a lot of ignorant decisions. But His fucking buddies over there are like, Miles Morales, that little black kid can't sell a game. He's a DLC. Right. Yeah. No, yeah. It's just like it's ridiculous, you know, and and uh, um, but the console sold well. Spider-Man 2 sold very well, even though like yeah. it was like a, it, I still think they mailed it in. But everyone I talked to about Spider-Man 2, they enjoyed very much and, and it sold very well, you know, but I think um. I'm glad he's gone because I feel like, uh, you know, the, the the seeing Hideo Kojima was very like a beautiful moment. Seeing him in a state of play, like finally, like someone gets it, <laughs> you know, like someone understands, like, hey, we need to have Kojima back. He is an important part of the PlayStation ecosystem when it comes to IPs. Like, thank you, Jesus Christ, you know what I mean? Like, I, I mean, 
I don't know if I don't know if if it was the, the interim uh CEO guy that did that, but if he did, yo, homie, you did it. You you did that. That was a great. That was a big win. That was awesome. That was yeah. So we'll see, I, man. I oh, I'll go ahead. Go ahead. I'll just say actually again, Dory Brain, you just remind me that could be the next big win under Phil's belt. Hadeo Kojima's Hadeo Kojima Kojima Hadeo Kojima's passion project because yeah. like because like again that's a very good point where things that come out of Jim Ryan's mouth were shit but things that happened while he was there successful console sales successful game sales he just again stayed the course maintained a job um again Phil needs Phil needs to have that Phil needs to have these game Phil needs to have these game sales go up Phil needs to have subscriptions go up Phil needs to have console sales go up so again what can we do for that again <clears throat> have that have, I have that people like Jarrell I mean, would love to see more of Kojima back in the limelight, back, you know, working on a game, not being, you know, fucking cryptic as he always is, but saying like, no, I'm working on blank. It will come out here. You know what I mean? Right. I have a prediction. It's a sad prediction, but um, I mean, so is the 1900 employees that are let go. Uh, I think uh, by E3 time, even though E3 isn't a thing anymore, but around that time frame, the June, mid-June, mm-hmm. I, th- I think Phil's gonna. I think Phil's gonna step down. I think someone else is gonna take his place. Yeah, I'm getting that feeling. I'm getting that feeling too. Especially like he's, he he's 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 playing more games too. Like more, there's more and more people there. There's more and more people seeing Jim Jim Ryan in a game. Like like he was he was playing Fallout 76. Oh, you mean Phil? Yeah, Phil. Who yeah. said Jim? Yeah, he said Jim Ryan. <laughs> oh my bad. Sorry, sorry, Phil. Sorry, Phil Spencer. Yeah. yeah. I, again, it's weird because I'm seeing things like he's like, he's, he's giving off like retirement vibes. Yeah, <laughs> he's giving off retirement vibes. And and if if option A is he steps away and retires versus one more E three in his belt, I don't know. It'll be sad. It'll be sad to see him go because I, I don't know. It's almost like it's almost he's like it's almost he's like the Bill Belichick. Because like how many fucking people have we some have we seen come and go in Sony, and Phil's been the guy for how long, and yeah he had a lot of you know he had a lot of wins on his belt you know Skyrim and you know Skyrim and Fallout 4 Jill you know I were there like holy shit those were the games yeah and again like you know Phil you know Phil uh, Bill you know Bill Belichick had his Tom, um, fucking Phil Spencer had his Todd and now Todd's letting us down increasingly like i said always becoming a peddler of lies and you know like i said you know an end of an era with you know bill belichick finally stepping away from the patriots from like 20 years and now phil just you know giving off retirement vibes yeah yeah i still i still argue that starfield wasn't a failure but they need to as far as whatever these mods are or whatever they're going to add to it they need to do it soon you know they need to do it soon fast yeah, very fast. They need to bring people back to the game because people aren't fucking with Starfield right now, um, especially with like the 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 whole like when you select a fucking mission and I see like sixteen different bubbles. I'm like, okay, where do I fucking go? Um, <laughs> I have twenty things. Tell me where to go for any of them. <laughs> right. I'm the dude. We both know, Joe. I'm the type of guy where if I have like ten missions and like six of them are legitimately just find a thing in the wild. And the other four are like, go here. 
I will never do those other six missions until I until I feel like Google until I feel like Googling them. <laughs> like fuck yeah. that. I'm not nope. gonna spend time to actually look in the wild. I'm Googling that shit. Bro. When I feel like it, I'll deal with that shit weeks from now. I did that shit for Atomic Heart. I'm not gonna cap. I did that shit for Atomic Heart, bro. Fuck I, it. I was like, I am 35. I do not have time to be right. <laughs> <laughs> where's do. the where's the skull? How do I put it into the orbit? I'm like I am fucking googling this shit. How do you do this shit? Like I don't have time for. Yeah, I do that. I do that mad times. <laughs> yeah, dude. Find this. <sighs> Google got atomic heart mission. <laughs> yeah, it was like oh, you have to go back and find that. I'm like, thank you, thank you, because I don't have time for this shit. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, that's gonna wrap it up. I think here for the Gamers Life Podcast. Uh, two. To, you know some some small but important items uh worth having a conversation for so thank you so much for tuning in again be sure to subscribe on the youtube channel at g4l podcast um so we can grow the subscribers keep having these conversations and uh enjoy talking that gaming shit as we usually do arthur as always my friend thank you so much for being on the show and enjoying this ride with me that's me check out the stream i'm playing arkham knight boom All right, guys, thank you so much. We will see you next time.